It's such a great joy to see you back again Sunday after Sunday. And 2019 will be good. Amen. So, if you haven't joined us on the first, this week is the last week. Tell somebody this week is the last week. We have five more days. Tell the person five more days. So, we, we have just five days to go. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow evening, Tuesday morning, Tuesday evening, through to Friday. It's morning and evening prayers. Morning and evening prayers. You'll be blessed. Amen. So, if you haven't joined the race yet, please, um, you have five days. It means you are doing five out of 21. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have some areas. You have some, some areas to clear. Amen. So, right after the 21, the, those who have areas will do some 30 days and see if we can manage it. Hallelujah. But it is good. Before you take your seat, listen, please. It is good to fast. Tell somebody it's good to fast. If not, be in the atmosphere of prayer. So join us tomorrow through to Friday. Within the week, there's going to be some feet washing somewhere. We need to prepare you well for the year. Amen. And it's the foundational time, building the foundation. Every foundation you don't take time to build, don't trust the roof, not even the walls. It will definitely collapse. Amen. So you have to build a good foundation. Amen. So tomorrow night and tomorrow morning through to Friday, I want to see everybody here come and pray. One topic may be your lifeline for the rest of the month ahead. So be committed to it. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together and take your seat. Okay. We started on four pillars every Christian must build. And I narrowed it to the local church. I'm, I'm addressing the church prayer temple. Now there are four pillars every one of us must build. Come and say four pillars. There are four pillars every one of us must build and make sure that we stand with that pillar throughout the year. And I started with prayer and fasting. That is why we are fasting and praying. Gave you the essence, the importance of prayer and fasting, why you need to fast and all that, the benefits, and what it does. And we went through it last two weeks. And because of the groundbreaking last week, I couldn't preach, but there was a message, a message that was shared. Amen. So this morning, I want to share with us commitment to the local church commitment to the local church. As I said, I am addressing prayer temple. I'm addressing the local church, the need and why you have to commit yourself to your church. Amen. Tell somebody, commit to your church. So I want to look at today, commitment to the local church. When we talk about commitment, what do we mean? What, what is commitment? I give you two powerful explanations or definition. Number one, Commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, or a group. Commitment is the state or a quality or quality of being. Commitment, one, is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. Everybody say a cause. To an activity or to a group. So when we say commitment, we are talking about dedication to a cause. We are talking about a dedication to an activity or a group. Most of us here, we are committed to some football club. When they are playing, no matter what, rain or shine, you won't move your feet anywhere. Even when you are sick, you won't go anywhere. So you finish with watching that football. Hallelujah. We are committed to a particular, maybe, um, old school group. 91 group, 78 group. You are committed to something. Hallelujah. And that most of us, we are committed to some activities around us. There are some of us who wants to hang out. You are committed to weekend hangouts. You are committed to what you call social media. You, are add, you become an addict to WhatsApp, um, what do you call him? Instagram. Some activity has engaged you where you cannot go a day without 
and um, um, what do you call it? Touching that kind of activity. So everything that you do, it is because your heart is glued to it. So you are committed to. Hallelujah. But God is calling us to be more committed to the church than any other thing else. Tell somebody, God needs your commitment. Touch another person, God needs your commitment. So when we talk about commitment, what we are actually talking about is responsibility. Responsibility. I am committed to the church. Therefore, I take responsibility of anything about the church. So yesterday through today, I come around, check at the washroom, okay, ask around, are we good for today? The songs you are doing. It is like before today, you need to make sure that what will be fed is the right food. So you take up responsibility of what you are committed to. So when we talk about commitment, we are also talking about obligation. We are also talking about duty. Because you can't be committed to something and not have a task at hand. So we are also talking about a charge. Because whatever you are committed to, you need to take charge. Hallelujah. And then we are also talking about a burden. If what you are committed to doesn't burden you, then it's not challenging enough. Either you are doing it halfway, haphazardly, or you are not even connected to it at all. So, whatever you be committed to, till we close service, your heart will not be at peace. There must be a kind of burden on you. It is like you are a branch manager, you are a group manager, you are, till the assignment is finished, there is this kind of pressure and burden on you. Because you need to deliver some report. You need to prepare something. You need to go and stand in on behalf of your boss. So, till that thing is over, a burden must be upon your head. Hallelujah. So, commitment is a burden. Amen. It also brings pressure. Anything you are committed to doesn't give you pressure. You may be doing halfway. I believe that before they stood here to minister, there was some kind of pressure on them to deliver. Even the choice of song, selecting a song to sing, it's a whole duty on its own. A burden on its own. Hallelujah. So you see, God wants us to be more committed to his work. Tell someone God wants us to be committed to his work. Hallelujah. The second one, commitment. Willingness to give your time. Commitment is the willingness to give your time. Your service. Your energy. Your resource to something you believe in. Willingness to give up your time, your service, your energy, your resource to something you believe in. If you don't believe in, there are only two teams in the world, Manchester United and the rest. (laughs) So, if, don't be offended, that's just by the way. If If you don't believe in a thing, you can't be committed to it. If you don't believe in a relationship, if you don't believe in someone, you can't be committed to the relationship or the person. Hallelujah. So commitment is willingness to give your time, your service, your energy, your resource to something you believe. If you believe that through the Messiah, his death, resurrection, his sacrifice, it's what has saved us. And you believe that Christianity is the right path to the Father in heaven. Nobody comes to me except through the Son, Jesus. If you believe in the church, then you need to be committed to the church. If you are clapping, go ahead. If you believe in the church, then you have to be committed to the church. 
Hallelujah. Because whatever you don't believe in, you don't be committed to it. A relationship you don't trust, you will not commit. A job you don't trust, you will not commit fully. You'll be doing it halfway. Hallelujah. Now, there are about four keys here. I want us to take time and see if we can bring it closer to today's message and have some understanding. When we talk about time, I am not talking about the the chronos, man's time. But I am talking about what we put into time. The first one is what time. Everybody say time. Willingness to give what time. Everybody say time. I am talking about what we do within the 24 hours. What we do within the 5 hours. What we do within the 3 hours. What we do within the 5 minutes. God has given us enough time on earth. 70 years, 80 years, 100 years. As far as your faith can go that you live under the sun. God has given you time. Ever say time. Now, what goes into the time is what we must take notice of. Because the fact that we are in 24 hours doesn't mean that everybody is making use of the 24 hours. There are people, one hour is enough for them. There are people, 28 and 48 hours will be There are people, all they need is five minutes. They are fine. But what goes into the time that we enjoy under the sun is what I'm, I'm concerned. Hallelujah. So when it comes to time, we are talking about planning. Number one, we are talking about what? planning. Time works with planning. You plan for the event of the day. As I'm speaking, most of us have already planned the week. Even what we will wear. Yesterday, you have ironed five dresses for five days. You have already penned down Monday, 11 a.m. I have an appointment here. Tuesday, so what goes into time is what we need to look at. Planning. You need to plan your time. You need to plan your life. You need to plan your day. Number two, schedule. And the next one is arrangement. Hallelujah. Planning, your shadow, your arrangement, And then the fourth one, time goes with attention. Time goes with what? Attention. Now, you you will come across people who make certain statements, my husband is so busy, doesn't have time, or doesn't have attention for me. The moment the person comes back home, I'm in a hurry. I have to go for another meeting. I'm in the... So, time works with attention. Say, attention. And whatever you pay attention to, you are giving time to it. If you don't value a person, you will not pay attention to that person. Because attention also is time. Hallelujah. So, won't you pay attention to me? It means that won't you give me a bit of your time? So, won't you give me a bit of... It means that won't you just listen to me? So, we are talking about what goes into time. So, if you know that the church is the heartbeat of God, it's your source for freedom, redemption, and prosperity, and life. Because as far as I am concerned, no politician gives us air to breathe. Even oxygen has its limit. Hallelujah. No man gives us power to walk. We move, we walk, we live because of Christ. It's not clapping to the glory of God. So, if Christ is the reason why we live, then we must plan and add him to our plan. We must add him to our arrangement. We must pay attention to the church. Don't be so busy and attend to Pharaoh and not think of your promised land. Don't be so busy and attend to the things of the world and forget your promised land. Don't be so busy. And pastor, I don't know. I'm very hot. Of late, I'm very hot. I'm very hot. So every day was why I say. Every day was why I say. Pastor, I'm very hot. As if you are, you are the one feeding the entire country. There are some people who can be so tight and busy that they don't have time for God. Don't you have time to fix your hair? Out of your busy schedule, you still have time to go to the barbering saloon. You still have time to hang out. 
You still have time to watch TV. So what is the time that you don't have? It is because you haven't planned. And in planning, you add God to your plan. You add a local church to your plan. You add a local church to every arrangement. You make arrangement, daily arrangement to fit into the plans of the Lord. You are not clapping to the glory of God. There is nobody here who will say, I am too busy that I don't have time for God. Hallelujah. There are people at the hospitals and some places. They were busy a few weeks ago. But today, business has gone past them. Business has gone past them. The hospital bed has made them to close their laptop off their phones. What keeps you busy is not it. God must be the reason. You are not clapping to the glory of God. God must be the reason. Apportion time for the local church, for God and his work. Hallelujah. Write this thing down. When you give God attention, you will make time for him. Write it. When you give God attention, you make time. I told you attention is time. So when you add, when when you give God attention, you will make time for Him. Write this number two. When you add the local church in your yearly plan, you will be committed to it. The local church to your yearly plan. You know the conferences we have in a year. You know we are doing 21 day prayer and fasting. You know the church activities. Weekday teaching service. So before December or even now, add the church to your plan. I know some of you have a long, short term goes long term. You have six months what you want to do. Three months what you have you added the church to it. Have you included the church to your plan? There shouldn't be any day you, if you can't forget the secular deals. Not that of God. Tomorrow meeting, 9 a.m., you remember it. But prayer and fasting, morning and evening, you have forgotten about it. Hallelujah. You have underlined and circled your calendar. March 7, I have an appointment at African Regent. But Easter convention, you have forgotten about it. Am I preaching at all? Thank you for the word. So you see, when you factor the church in your yearly, you know, schedule, you will be able to, to, to attend to every meeting of the church. Because you have added it to your plan. It is part of your yearly uh, goals. That this year, I don't want to miss church. Unless, there is nothing, listen to me, unless it is so crucial and demanding, but there is nothing important than God. I don't want to say that there is a meeting which is important than church. No, I don't want to use that word. But unless it is so demanding and pressing, it's so crucial that you have to. So once in a month, maybe a meeting somewhere, maybe you have to represent the company or go somewhere, or you have to travel, it is fine. But it doesn't make it more important and the owner of life. Are you understanding me here? So, it means that we have to be committed to the church. Once you are around, come to church. Make room for God. Be in church. Today that you have come, you know that by February, March, the next time Pastor Dan will see you is 1st December. We just entered the year and we are doing 21 days. So you want to be part of it. You know, you want to be a good boy for a good boy and a good girl for three months. Right after that, the next time, Pastor, I'm back, 1st December. But as far as structures of life are concerned, when we went to school, attendance has a score. Assignment has a score. Do you understand? Project has a score. And the main exam, 60% or so. You will need the attendance. You will need the exam. You will need the hearing of the word. 
as part of your score. You are not clapping to the glory of God. So, you can't tell me, as for me, I won't come for weekday. As for me, I won't be part of prayer. As for me, I won't come by Sunday, I'll show up. Make time. Don't get to that point where you would want to pray to the Lord to give you another chance. This is the chance. I said, this is what? This is the chance. Hallelujah. The third one, right? When, right, personalize it. When I shadow my daily errands, my daily errands, I would have the church in mind. Write it. When you shadow your daily errands, I would have the church in mind. Or we'll make room for every service. You have the church in mind or make room for every service. You are fasting for 21 days. You know that you can't be in the morning, but you can't plan. That's why I talked about what goes into time. So tomorrow morning, you know that you go to the office by 7 or 8, you should be in the office by 5, either you are out, except maybe a boss, your boss or somebody gives you a certain kind of a time assignment or there's something that, but you know, you know deep down that within your heart, there is service at this particular time. So in the day, you make, you add the church, you add the activities of the church to your plan. When you go to work, do you forget about lunch? So why do you forget about church? Maybe I should change the subject. Let's talk about, let's talk about 21 ways to get money quick. Should we talk about that one? Okay, let's talk about, you see, that one makes us excited. But listen to me, committing to God is more better than 21 ways. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And every other thing shall be added. And every other thing shall be added. Listen to me. What affected us last year? People losing investment and all that. Do you know that if it were to be other people, they would be dead by now? Your foundation and faith in God is what is keeping you. You come to church, we preach, you are encouraged. You come to church, we preach. Because when you want to think about the investment, the money. Every day, headache, every day. But you see, there is this kind of encouragement, comfort, this kind of relief. Not that you are not concerned. But there's something that is keeping you than the money. And if the dividend was the only thing that sustained you, you shouldn't be alive by now. It's what was, you shouldn't, because even without it, the capital and the div, whatever, are you not alive? Are they not living? I personally believe that there is a hand that we don't see that works things to our advantage. I believe there is an unseen hand that goes ahead of us we can't see. Do you know the number of times we've ate poisons? What the restaurant feed us? Are you there when they prepared it? Do you know what goes into it? You only smell some aroma. Ah, beef, beef fried rice, beef fried rice. Do you know what kind of beef is that? How can you tell if it's snake beef or lizard beef? That is why, listen, that is why 2019, I am giving you these four pillars. Pray and fast. There are some of you, you can live January to December. You will never take one day and pray. Never take one day and fast. At least the day you were born, engage it. And be committed to church. The last time you slept behind the wheels on the highway, you nearly hit and you woke up. There's an unseen hand. There's a hand that says you will not die. You shall live. And I am not talking about how careful and how selective you are with your meals and water. There are people who drink aqua fresh. There are people who, do, we, the pipe water we've drank under the sun. The borehole water. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. So, so listen to me. This alone should tell you that my, my brothers and sisters, we need to give God the best part of our life and time. We need to. We need to. I said we need to. Hallelujah. And under arrangement, as I said, arrangement may be what we do within the time. So, let's say tomorrow, you know we'll come here in the evening. You, do, you are not driving. Arrange with a cab. Arrange with Uber. Don't go and stand. Some of us, when we close from work, that is why we stand. We can be in the lift to any floor we want to go. You are coming to ground floor after work. You'll be in the lift. you meet a friend. you converse in the lift. you go to ground floor and press again. Up floor, you go. And ground, you'll be in the up floor, you go. You, you come to the car park. You will talk and talk at the car park. And sometimes look at the way you weigh yourself with your bags. The ladies, when they are going to work, I don't know if they pack the entire belongings to work. You can see a woman holding about four bags. At the car park, talking with a friend and not feel the weight and heaviness. But when we come to sit in church, pastor close. Pastor close. Pastor close. That one, we feel tired. We feel burdened. We feel some pressure. And when pastor closes to the car park, Pastor, I said, Peter, I go out. And the people that say, Pastor, are close. They are standing at the car park. And I go like, what kind of? <laughs> what kind of trick is that? Hallelujah. So, the moment we come to church, we want to sleep. The moment we come to church, we are tired. The moment we come to this life, there's some bad things, some pressure. Leave, leave, leave. You can sit and watch football for 90 minutes. And even watch extra time, watch advert, watch commentary, watch everything. One thirty minutes put together. And not complain. And still be fine. Some of you can travel, because you don't have this DST, you can travel from your home to some place. But leaving your house, preaching, leaving your house to church. When you are waking up this morning, look at how you struggle. Oh, I'm going back to church, I'm going to church. You took three dresses, you tried it, you ironed some way, you were, oh, oh. You can leave here and go fast as well and watch football and come back. You can go for parties and come back and not feel tired. Tell somebody commitment. So, arrangement is what we do within time. I have an appointment, 8 a.m., 7 so you are pushing them selectively. You need to prioritize your needs in the day. Don't just do anything now. That's why sometimes we forget about church. We forget about other meetings. We forget about other shadows because that is what we do. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. 1 to 8, but let's take 1. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under the sun. For everything, there's a season and a time for every purpose. Other versions say every matter. Everyone say every time. Hallelujah. So you see, this is the time we have to serve God. And what goes within it must not be fleshy investment. Let Christ also be invested in your time. At least by the end of 2019, when you want to audit your life and time, you should know that you have given God enough of the time. You have given God enough of the time. Hallelujah. You have time. You can, there are some sisters here, they can go to the saloon and spend five hours. Can I repeat that? As if they are being buffed and the saloon. No, go do their hair, do their borrowed hair, borrowed hair, borrowed hair. Now, when I'm laying hands on sisters, I'm careful. Because I, am, I, want, I want to be sure if something will not fall off. You do your hair, you do your nails, you do your face, you do your. Oh. A sister can go into the saloon and come out change. 
Psalm 90 verse 12. So teach us to number our days. It means teach us to make wise use of our time. What goes within the time? Teach us to number our days that we may gain heart of what? Wisdom. Teach us to number our days. Ephesians 5 verse 16. Making the best of the time because the days are what? Evil. Because the days are what? Evil. Hallelujah. Apart from time, we want to look at service. Everybody says service. The Lord told Moses to go and deliver the children of Israel because he wants them to come and worship him, which is service. What we are doing is service. Preaching is service. We just worshiped. We just took an offering. It's part of service. But this particular service that I'm talking about is the physical work in the church. But when we talk about service, we mean that the action of helping or doing a work for someone. Service is the action of helping. So it's like you are, you are rendering a help, a service, or doing a work for someone. Hallelujah. And there are a lot of departments, there are a lot of ministries, there are a lot of areas within the local church you can be committed to with your strength. Because work is mentioned here. Effort is mentioned here. Hallelujah. You are good at teaching children. Why don't you go to the Sunday school? You love playing around children. Why don't you go and be a, a facilitator? You are good at cleaning. Join the ushers. Do something for God. 2019. Do, tell somebody 2019. Do something in the house of God. Let me say this. There is no work in the house of the Lord that is foolish. There is no small job in church. When it comes to God, every job is his work. And it's a good work. Cleaning, ushering, singing. Be part of something. Sound, multimedia. Be part of something in church. Work. Work. Join the praying team. The intercessors. Join the greeters. Join the protocol. Be part of the department. You may not necessarily robe with them on a Sunday. But behind Saturdays, you have time. There are people in the ushering team who, who don't even wear the yellow and whatever they are wearing today. But they are always here on Saturday helping them to work. Mr. Deyanku and other people. They don't wear these things. But they are always here to make sure that the place is tidied up, the place is clean, things are done. Men's ministry, you can be a very good tool for good influence. You may not be an executive. In fact, there are people who don't like this, I don't want position, I don't want to be known. What that I need to do is that I serve, I work, I help. That some of you can help the local church grow. You can help the local church in so many ways to expand visitation. You are, look at the way when you speak English. Ako, 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 parrot. Even parrots are shocked when you speak English. Hallelujah. But Come and join the announcing department. Let me put you on TV free of charge. You won't come. You won't come. Join a group. Listen to me. God is not interested in our fashion. God is interested in our work. God doesn't need to copy my suit and wear some. God doesn't need your cabin sleeve to copy and wear it. All God is interested in is what we do within time in his vine. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. God is not unjust. He will not forget your dressing. He will not forget your hairstyle. 
He will not forget your shoe. He will not forget your car. He will not forget what? Your works. Your work and love. Love goes with work and time. The three works together. If you don't love, you can't give time. If you don't love, you can't work. You love that person. That is why you work hard to buy that person gift. You love that person. That is why you make room and give, make, make time to meet the person. Time, work, and love works together. Hallelujah. So, God is not unjust. He will not forget not your car. He will not forget not your new phone. He will not forget not the, not, not, not even the, the gossip things that we do. But he will not forget our work. May God never forget your work. Now, the next question, what work are you doing? What work? You can be part of evangelism team and win more souls to God. That is what he will not forget. You have nice ideas to move the church from one level to the other. A pastor, what? No. Every member in this church must make sure that 2019, the local church grows. You didn't say amen. amen. Hallelujah. For he said that he will not forget your work and love you have shown to him. To who? To God. As you have helped his people. So, as yesterday they came here to help us sit comfortably. If the chairs were dirty, would you have sat on it? If the place was cobwebbed and dusty, would you have enjoyed them? By now we'll be coughing and sneezing cold. We'll catch some kind of catar right now. So he said that, as you have helped his people and continue to do what? Help them. It means that there must be a continuation of what we do. Don't do it for six months and stop. Don't do it for, that's why I said some of you, are, I know you are here for three months. Tell the person sitting by you, God expects you to continue. Pastor, but I can't do it. I'm a shy person. We, we all were once shy. Pastor calls you, come and lead prayer. The first thing you say, the first day. Lord in heaven. Lord in heaven. Lord in heaven. Lord in heaven. Hey. <laughs> then the second day, pastor will call you, come and lead prayers. Yes, and you add one. Lord in heaven, we thank you. <laughs> and be the Lord in heaven, we thank you. The third time you come again, you add another one, it will be what three. Lord in heaven, we thank you for this day. <laughs> you see, it brings, you see, practice makes one perfect. And it is done not once, but with time. A time will come, you will stand confidently. A minister. All the state fright and the knee vibration and shaking. <laughs> Standing before people is not easy. I have done that over over ten years. Standing before people, you you have to sometimes no matter how good you are, when you stand before your if your English will vanish. You'll be there and pardon um, um praise the Lord and um, praise Allah praise you you'll be there and as I said and as I said and as I said, Ujrani baby. But you see, there is nothing like I can't do it. I can't be a greeter. Some of you, your palms are too soft to invite people to church. When you shake hands, hey. And some name say, Nani Pakonebian and some din 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 din. Or yet you might minds. Go there, minds. There's nothing like I can do. Hallelujah. So Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things. Come on, say I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. Say it again. I can do all things. Through Christ which strengthens me. 
You can't do it. You can't. Do you know what you can do? You haven't been put there. That is why you think you can't do it. When you are put on a spot, something in you will definitely come out. You don't know what you can do until you are placed there, tested. Hallelujah. So you can join a department. You can work for God. Use your strength. Work for God. Hallelujah. The third one is energy. Everybody say energy. Shout again, energy. Energy is the strength and vitality. Energy is the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. Energy is the strength and vitality required for sustained what physical or mental activity. And when we talk about energy, we are talking about vigor. We are talking about liveliness. So it means that what you are committed to, you do it out of some kind of cheerfulness, some kind of excitement. You do it, you do it passion. You do it with the spirit behind it. So, so it is not that you are there doing it anyhow, but by the time we come to the traffic, the, the car park, there is a traffic director who is all filled with energy, passion, spirit, vigor, some strength has come. The way he's parking the car, the way he's going up and down. Now some of you, when you even stand here to sing, it's boring. You're even, I watch one of the things that I've done for a long time is watch people when they come to church. So when you are coming to church, the way you walk is boring. You see somebody coming to church and say, there's nothing at stake. It's like the person, me call no more punk crying for me, home. It's like at the car park. Sometimes I look at them, I say, if it was an embassy you were going to take, if it, was, uh, if it was a visa you were going to take at the embassy. Sorry. If it was a visa you were going to take at the embassy. The way you run before even 7 a.m. you are waiting. And if it's an exam you are going to sit. Look at the way you rush to the exam hall. You are coming to church. And when they get to Susie's container. By an MB. Ah, oh, clap for those people. Clap for them. Clap for them. So, it is like there is nothing at stake. No liveliness, no spirit, no passion, no zeal, no fire, no exuberance, no, uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 enthusiasm. Nothing. They are just there in the department. Nothing. We must put more energy into the work of God. You must add more strength to it. If you're a protocol, greeter, host, you must do it well. You must do it well. Haven't you been to a restaurant where some a, a waiter or waitress, somebody comes and the person's fire just attracts you? The way the person is active on the work. Say, how may I help you? Do you need still water or you need spice? How may I, whatever. Then the person is what? The person can even end up selecting food you didn't plan. The person may select food for you you didn't even budget to buy. Because of the person's energy. Having to be to a shop, you never, you didn't want to buy anything. But the shop attendant came, this perfume is fine. Having to try it, even um, Beckham uses it. And mention them as Samajan uses Beckham uses it. Even that, and then you go there, wow, wow. Eh, so the, uh, you can, it is fine, it is fine. But meanwhile, the person has not used it before. Come on, say energy. You come to church, board. your Bible is boring. Your notebooks are boring. Even the dress is not exciting that you are wearing it. Tell somebody, put up some energy. Colossians chapter 3, 23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Put some energy in it. Work at it with all your heart. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. From the Message Bible, the energy is God's energy. Hallelujah. An energy deep within. Tell somebody it is within you. 
You see, listen to me. You may not be Usain Bolt, but if a lion is after you, you can jump the tallest wall in the world. Which, on a normal day, <laughs> on a normal day, you will dare not try it. But if a lion is after you, some kind of power will come from everywhere. <laughs> you will jump the wall, stand here. Hey! So I was able to jump it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says that the energy is God's energy. An energy deep within. Tell somebody it is deep within. And then said, God himself willingly and working at what will give him what? Pleasure. What will give what? God what? Pleasure. So our energy must give God what? Pleasure. Number 14 says that do everything readily and cheerfully. No bickering or a second guessing allowed. Don't be double-minded. Don't be murmuring. Don't be confused. And it's like some of our every work that is given us, we talk about the work. You complain and complain. But the work must be done. Hallelujah. The work must be done. 2019, this is what God requires from us. The last one I leave you, your resource. I said it. Your resource. Hallelujah. Come on, say my resource. I told you, commitment is willingness to give your time, your service, your energy, and the last one is what? Your resource. And I rush on this one because of time. Please, what everything God gives you under the sun in 2019, first of all, belongs to God. Have that in mind. Pastor can call you and engage your car at any time. It's awful, sir. <laughs> ah, 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 there's a visiting pastor in town. We need an additional car. We need that to add. You have four or five of them. Say amen. amen. Pastor calls, sister, can we have one of your cars to host and to help in errands? There's a visiting pastor in town. Look at the front of face. A woman met Elijah and, and what you call it, Gehazi, and told the husband, there's a prophet who comes to town every year, every year, every year. I think the prophet needs a place to sleep. Gave the prophet the upper house, room, terrace of the house. Furnished it and said, prophet, use it. There is nothing in your hands that didn't first of all come from God. Your mobile phone. Sending good messages. Salvation messages. Don't use your mobile phones to just chat on necessary chat. Daily devotional, Dr. Otabel's daily devotional is always on social media. Send them across. Jesus loves you. To your group page. It is a resource. You must channel it for the right work. Send it. The church is doing a convention. Blast it around. The church is doing a program. Share it around. Your car. Your house. Whatever you do, make room for God. One time there's a man, uh, well, the, one of these former president, president for there's the man that we're praying um, for at East Legon, not far from the ANC mall. There was this issue on the land, and I was called a few years ago. Went there, this litigation, poured oil on the place, released prayer, and did some few things. Finally, the man landed on getting his own land. Finally took up, took the land. And then after he built the land, I went there again to dedicate the house. When I was leaving, I was surprised. The man said, Pastor Dan, have you seen this cottage? I said, yes. He said, it is for pastors. I was surprised. I was surprised. He said, it is for any time you want to come. Any time. <laughs> Anytime, I did that part. <laughs> Anytime you want to come, you can come. I said, I have. Yes, he has dedicated one part of the house for pastors. He said, Anytime you have a visiting pastor, that you can afford hotel and all those things becomes a bed. Bring the person to sleep. Who could see dying? And I will see me, myself, and I. You didn't factor the church. You didn't factor God. Poverty, may you be redeemed and be set free. Shout a bigger amen. Make room for God. Channel your resource to the kingdom. 
People have money. They are sponsoring some team. People have money. They are sponsoring some clubs, some groups. I'm not talking about even in thousands, in millions. Somebody can sponsor one football jersey, number 23. You know number, is it number three? Number three. Number 11. Sponsor it. You are God. 2019, may my God prosper you. And as God enrich you, I declare that you will channel your resource to the kingdom. Put your hands together and celebrate the Lord. So there's a responsibility for us to take. We, we have to our time, our service, the energy, and then our resource. Budget for God. Do what? Budget for God. I end on this one because my time is up. Listen, when you are going for a dinner, a program, you calculate, you make plans, you budget. Because you know that you are taking a sister out and you want the sister to believe you. You want to say, so you load your wallet. And then you go and sit. You won't check the price by the menu. No, no problem. Take it. No problem. Oh, take it, take it, take it. Which one? Don't you want more? Take it, take it, take it. Take it, take, take it. Have you, seen, have you seen your life outside church? Have you seen? Tell somebody, have you seen your life outside church? But when you come to church and we are receiving offering, mm, but few minutes ago, last night, you were doing, oh, take, take. Do you, want, do you even want take away? Let them pack this for you and add another take away. Hallelujah. Don't live such life. Let God take the best part of you. Let God enjoy the best part of your resource. And I tell you, you will never regret. I always say that if God touched an anywhere boy and has brought us this far, there's nothing that will hinder you from giving God your best. God bless you. Was that for me? Clap for Jesus. Not me. Clap. Clap.